Our scripture for today is John chapter 8, verse 12. This is the word of the Lord. Jesus spoke to the people again. He said, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in darkness. They will have that light. They will have life. This is the word of the Lord. So it is Confirmation Sunday. Um, Our confirmation class is every year from September through the end of April or the beginning of May. And this year we had 11 students in our class, which is a pretty big class. Um, The curriculum that we use is called Reform. In this curriculum, we answer different questions every week. So it starts off with a video where it introduces the topic or the question. And then we do a Bible study and we go through some activities and games to kind of process the question. Um, Some of these questions that we discussed were, if Jesus was God, why did he have to die? Is divorce a sin? And what is the Holy Spirit? Is it like some wind or a fire or something? What is it? So those are some of the questions we went through. And we also did a four-week series um, in the same curriculum about United Methodism. So specific United Methodist um, denominational theology. So we learned about uh, Charles and John Wesley and just how the entire movement started and our particular beliefs. So confirmation means that these kids are making a decision to follow Jesus for themselves. They were baptized as little babies and their parents promised to raise them up in the faith. But now at the ages of 13, 14, 15 years old, they get to make that decision for themselves. They get to affirm their faith for themselves. So today we're going to hear from three of our graduates, and each of them has a different take on their faith journey and where that journey is going to take them in the future, and I am very happy for them to share that with you. Come on up. Hello, my name is Tim, and um, confirmation has taught me a lot. Um, But something that's very interesting is that most of the questions we do week after week would never really have one specific answer, just more or less tried to make you think about stuff. But something that really struck my attention was using our faith in, st- in the area where anyone could be, so just social situations. Trying to be a Christian and show our beliefs while having multiple other types of cultures. But something that often surprises me is that a lot of people in modern culture choose to be um, atheist when they still seem to celebrate Christmas and Easter over social media. <laughs> One could argue that it's just for the spirit of the time, but I'd like to argue that people just think it's cool not to believe in anything and that that will embarrass you the least. For me, while well, I've had a childhood and have still had dark times in it, like most others, and Uh, Through this, this church has been always somewhere I could go to clear my head, see smiling faces, and feel like I belong. So I'm not giving up this place for the world. With high school starting, there are a lot of things that are getting away with my time here, but I've come to realize that what truly matters the most is being here with God, and that no matter what, the number one thing that Confirmation has taught me is that this place is truly home. Thank you.
My name is Joshua Harper, and 14 years ago, I was baptized here. As a result, I've always, my faith has always been centered in this church. And when I was a kid, like a very young kid, I would go to kids' club every Wednesday, where I met many people and future friends. Along with this, I also went to Sunday school. Both of these helped me build a sense of community here and helped me meet a lot of my future friends. And some of these people are, are being confirmed today with me. One of my best memories of back then was when Pastor Dick gave me this Bible. Uh, and when, when you're a third grader and someone like Pastor Dick gives you a Bible like this, you feel both amazed and you feel like you're very special. And it's been with me for, for the good times and the bad, and I've always known where it is every single day for the last six years. When I was in middle school, I would go to the youth group here whenever, whenever I had time on a Wednesday. This was where I met Ed and eventually Jenny, some of the best role models in my life. I always felt like I, I, always felt like I could talk to them if I needed to. One of the worst and yet most influential things that happened to me in the last few years was when my grandfather died suddenly two, two days before my birthday. The evening before he died, we were briefly visiting him and my grandmother at their home. As we left, I hugged him goodbye, little did I know for the last time. This made me realize something about my faith, that God works in mysterious ways. That hug will carry me through the rest of my life, and I am always grateful that God gave me that one last chance to see him before he died. After he died, God and the church helped us get through those days, and for that, I am always grateful. Hi, my name is Brady Nickel, and ever since I was little, I was in this church. I was in Sunday school. I was in kids' club with all the musicals. Then I went to 412, the middle school youth group, and I'll start SALT this year. And so it just seemed like it was the next step in my faith journey to get confirmed. Getting, from, getting confirmed is um, not just becoming a member of the church, although that's important too. I've realized that getting confirmed is one of the first steps someone can do to devote their life to Christ and one of the best ways to continue in the church. Confirmation class really showed me a lot of different perspectives about faith. For example, in confirmation class, we would always have a question of that class, and we would start off by watching a video explaining what the question meant and showing a story about it, whether it was a Bible story or a historical story. After that video, we would always try to discuss what we thought the answer to the question was, except none of the questions had a definitive answer. They weren't yes or no questions. They always had a couple of different viewpoints to see, you know, so we could discuss our ideas. Later on, after the class ended in May, I realized that only one or two of the questions all year were yes or no. Uh, not only did the questions, like, oh, my bad. Um, the questions related to faith so well, because not only did the questions ask about faith, in faith there are a lot of questions we have that we don't have an answer for. And so not having a yes or no answer, in my opinion, prepared us better for the real world where not everything is black and white, but almost everything is a mix, where it's a gray. And the majority of the questions or even conflicts I have today are that same way. All of our conflicts have pros and cons to each side where we really have to think about what to do. 
And since these happen so much, being in these situations every week at confirmation, in my opinion, helped us not only expand our faith, but prepare us for later in life. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, this was the first time in my three years as the youth director that I've had three guys as my speakers. And I'm, I think it's totally awesome, so a round of applause. Thank you. Love it. So as I said earlier and as um, they touched on, each week we would start with a question and then watch a video, do some activities, and try to answer that question that was presented. And many times the kids would get really frustrated because we wouldn't have a black and white answer to the question by the end of our time together. Um, it was a common complaint. We didn't answer the question every time, which is fine. Uh, but I would counter that complaint with this statement. We can't know the answer to all of these questions definitively. In fact, if I were to just tell you a set in stone answer to each one of these questions, it would stunt your growth. What did Jesus do when he was asked a question? Nine times out of 10, he answered with a parable or he answered with another question. There are 183 questions that Jesus was asked in the Gospels, and he only directly answered three of them. Three out of 183. So 180 questions he answered with a parable or another question. So if Jesus is going to make us think and analyze and strive for an answer, why wouldn't some confirmation curriculum do the exact same thing? So yeah, faith is a personal journey. You walk through it with a community of people, and we become more the person that God created us to be when we wrestle with our faith and when we ask these hard questions. Today, these kids here, they are affirming their commitment to that struggle and the growth and the awesome power of God and our faith. And you too can reaffirm your commitment. We are all in varying stages of our faith journey. And I hope that the youth of our congregation can inspire you to take a look at your personal faith journey and hopefully help to invigorate your relationship with God. Amen.